Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 90 is entitled The Kingdom of God on Earth. We are tribal in nature. Our family is a tribe. Our country is a tribe. Our friends are a tribe. Our school is a tribe. Our religion is a tribe. Political parties are a tribe. Tribes may be found by blood, by ideology, by skin color, by sexual orientation, by special interest. All tribes have important elements in common, even if that element is a common enemy. We are loyal to our tribes. Sometimes rival colleges are war zones. The battlefield is the football stadium, the basketball court, or the soccer field. The Olympics are held at a designated battlefield where athletes decide which nation is superior. It is human nature to divide into tribes. One of the greatest tribal divisions of all is the god or gods who are worshipped. Buddhism, Confucianism, Hinduism, Islam, Judaism, and Christians are world examples. Those who worship the Lord Jesus Christ form a tribe called Christians. Of course, there are many divisions within the tribe usually designated as denominations. Sometimes they even go to war against each other. This podcast is about a particular tribe, the kingdom of God on earth. I'm not going to take sides of this denomination or that denomination. That is a choice every Christian must make for himself or herself. I am simply going to explore scriptures from the Old and New Testaments that teach us about the kingdom of God on earth. Let me begin with the words of the psalmist. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Selah. Psalms 24, 7-10 It follows that the kingdom of God must be led by the king of glory. David asks, Who is this king of glory? Then he answers his own question, as is typical of all prophets. The answer is, The Lord of hosts. We know that the Lord of hosts is one of the many names of Jesus Christ. Isaiah informs us, As for our Redeemer, the Lord of hosts is his name the Holy One of Israel, Isaiah 47, 4. We are also told that the King of Glory will come to earth, taking upon himself a body of flesh and bones. Again, it is Isaiah who informs us of his coming, along with many other titles that he will wear. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Isaiah 9, 6-7 When Christ came to earth, he called twelve apostles and established his kingdom on earth. In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, 
and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 3, 1-2 In what has become known as the Lord's Prayer, in the Sermon on the Mount, Christ in prayer to the Father said, After this manner therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Matthew 6, 9-10 Most Christian children learn the Lord's Prayer at a very young age. In our home, as children, we said the prayer often. I will never forget one of the funniest incidents of my childhood. It was early evening, and we were all gathered into the best room in the house for family prayer. The room was seldom used because the TV was in the little room where we always had a fire going. It was my sister's turn to pray. She always said the Lord's Prayer. Just as she was about to begin, the phone rang. The phone was located in the hall that separated the bedrooms from the living room. As children do, Janet and I jumped to our feet and raced to answer the phone. She unfortunately got to the phone first. Whoever was on the other end must have been startled, because with the Lord's Prayer firmly fixed in her mind, Janet picked up the phone and said, Hello, our Father which art in heaven. I am positive that Janet would deny the story, but to no avail. I was a witness, and it burned into my mind. And being the pious little devil that I was, I did not hesitate to go back and report to the family that God was on the other end of the phone, and Janet was talking to him. The Lord's Prayer teaches us that there are two kingdoms. One is the kingdom of God on earth, and the other is the kingdom of God in heaven. In the Lord's Prayer, the Son is asking the Father that His will be done in earth as it is in heaven. In other words, we are to act in the kingdom of God on earth just as if we were still in the kingdom of God in heaven. As spirits, before coming to earth, we lived with our Father in heaven in His kingdom. The Lord's Prayer reminds us that we are children of God and should act as if we were still in His presence. The rest of the Lord's Prayer teaches us how it is done. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Matthew six eleven through 13 We are also told that the kingdom of God is forever. The idea is that if we live in the kingdom of God on earth, it will be an easy transition to the kingdom of God in heaven. In a marvelous parable, the Lord tells us, Then Jesus sent the multitude away, and went into the house. And his disciples came unto him, saying, Declare unto us the parable of the tares of the field. He answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the Son of Man, the field is the world, the good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one, the enemy that soweth them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be at the end of this world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them that do iniquity, and shall cast them into the furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth, Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Matthew 13, 36-43 The prophet Daniel also saw the kingdom of God on earth. 
This is told in his interpretation of Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold broken to pieces together, and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors, and the wind carried them away, that no place was found for them, and the stone that smote the image became a great mountain, and filled the whole earth. And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Forasmuch as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, The great God hath made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter, and the dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof sure. Daniel 2, 35-45 Daniel adds, And there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom, that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed. Daniel seven fourteen. It is logical, then, that on earth the greatest quest we can make is to search for the kingdom of God on earth. The Savior adds, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew six thirty three. It is remarkable that even on earth we can live in the kingdom of God. As Christians, of course, we know that the attributes of that kingdom are taught particularly in the New Testament. Speaking of end time, the Savior said, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Matthew twenty four fourteen. When the Pharisees demanded to know, When the kingdom of God would come, the Savior responded, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation, neither shall they say, Lo here, or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Luke 17, 20-21 The chief apostle Peter teaches us some of the attributes of the kingdom of God. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained the precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfaithful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
But he that lacketh these things is blind, and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give heed to make your calling and election sure, for if ye do these things ye shall never fall. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Second Peter 1, 1-11 It is clear that the world is growing more wicked. Things you see today, you probably would not have even imagined as a child. Just think of the assumptions you made in your youth. They're a challenge today. Even Disneyland, the world of Peter Pan and the symbol of eternal childhood publicly denies the existence of gender and has dropped the name of boys and girls as if it were some evil thing and prefers the term dreamers or some other generic non-gendered title for fear of giving offense. In the kingdom of God, however, things remain absolute and the day will come when the kingdom of God in heaven will come down and join the kingdom of God on earth. John the Revelator saw that day. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Revelation 21, 1-7 Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com